Nice baggy senses tell me this is gonna get fucking tasty, baby. I will love it if we beat them. Love it. There's a slice of cheese, Minigoji at Sopolis. I have a dream. Arnie, cut. Bartler. Eh. The fella in the green and white short. The guys up in the joy have asked to be put back in their cells. <laughs> <laughs> if you stop waffling, we might get some work done. He has the goo blood. He has the goo blood. Get out! Get out, man! You ain't got. Let me add a little bit of spice to that. Is he a fucking spice? My grandmother had wheels, she would have been a bike. I think I'm a special one. I'm the normal one. I never knew stuck with that good. Hello, good evening, and welcome. To another edition of the Only Fans Football Podcast, Kieran, what episode number are we on now? Uh, I think it's like 18 or 19, but it sort of sporadically breaks, so I don't really know. <laughs> you don't keep counts, no? Uh, no. But it is Blue Monday, the 16th of January, if you're listening, and you're having a bad Monday. Um, I hope you have an even worse Tuesday, is when you're, <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to this. Uh, well, if you're listening to this, you're guaranteed to have a worse Tuesday. <laughs> um, but yeah, as I said, welcome to your mother's favorite football podcast. Kieran, how are you this week? Very formal. Your mother this time said mm. your man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, quite good, Adam. Quite mm. good. I mean, it's 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 a depressing time of year, and I'm not going to shy away from that. But I, I'm making the most of what is that time of year. Um, I'd like to say, you know, we wrote yesterday. We were recording a coffee video. We were shout out to the duck. The duck, 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 goose. Of uh, Drunk Condra. Mm. Yeah, I, I actually I enjoyed it thoroughly. I thought we we had a good we had a good little day out. Mm. Um, it was it was murky out, but we got we got the footage. We got a, an interview about Adam's commentating. So, uh, it's a, it's a good watch. It, I'd recommend this to it. be out this Friday. I'd say. Woo. Potentially, I am um, quite looking forward to it now. I have to say, yeah, I really enjoyed um, being like we were actually we were on the Tree Left Feet podcast last week here on. Yeah. And it was an enjoyable experience being the interviewee, I found. I don't know about you. Yeah, it's it could be the narcissism in me coming out, I don't know. <laughs> I think it is, that. <laughs> but um, no, I get what you mean. It's sort of like a, it's like giving yourself a little treat. Yeah. You know, I don't think you should do it too often. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you should be interviewed too often, but it's always nice being interviewed that once in a blue moon. Yeah, true. Because... Um, yeah, I think you start getting ideas about yourself then. <laughs> um, <laughs> Did you enjoy um, the coconut flat white? The coconut flat white was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Ooh. Other than that, I don't know what we got up to. Did we, we get up to much? I watched a lot of football. Yeah, unfortunately. It, it was very shit weather out. Very windy. <laughs> we broke dry January on Friday as well, Carol. Oh my God. Dry January quickly became damp January over the weekend. <laughs> as we went, well, I don't know about you, I was drinking on Friday evening <laughs> with yourself after work. Um, Saturday evening at a 24 show to Lee he's probably not listening but if he is happy birthday to him and then Sunday of course yesterday we had coconut flat whites and the wind <laughs> that was in Dublin <laughs> swept us into the Hogan stand at Morgan's <laughs> so yes it was a very damp January over the weekend yeah the TikTok as well I, I think we should mention the TikTok mm. very quickly because R.I.P it has been taken down mm. 
and uh, sadly we had a, a sort of Jan Lucas reality tribute lined up and that won't be going up now because I'll back up on Instagram to me TikTok are, yeah I would I would describe them as a very derogatory word which I won't use in this podcast but that's what they are mm. and that's all you need to know hopefully the TikTok comes back at some stage but it's not looking good bro it's not looking good bro <laughs> the weekend that was in the Premier League mm. terrible terrible <laughs> misery just it's not enjoyable anymore is it really it's not enjoyable Adam and no. I, I think it started with Friday Night Football it is Aston Villa 2 Leeds 1 <laughs> according to our resident Leeds fan Ian Fallon uh, Leeds played them off the park well Aston Villa had more possession more shots more XG more big chance to create than Leeds but yeah Leeds were played off <laughs> Leeds played Villa off the park um, it's Jesse Marshford isn't it did you see what he said after the game he was like I would rather lose games like this and be taught a lesson than win games like this I was just like no you wouldn't it's just just not true it's completely illogical thinking on Jesse's part but um, he'd rather lose than win is what he said yeah it's like that's just not true Jesse is it um, but yeah that's I suppose that's where the weekend started Um a good win for Unai Emery, I suppose. I don't know. Good I, evening. I, I, I honestly don't care, Carol. I'm not going to lie. I, I don't really care either, mm. Adam. Man. I, I, to be fair, I don't care. But it's <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's just one of those days, one of those things. Um, you have to sort of talk about Leeds playing Aston Villa on a Friday night football <laughs> match. Um, but yeah, the, the next game was a very important one and mm. a very controversial one. The Manchester Derby, Adam, at Old Trafford. Mm. Um, I was watching this. Um, it was it was going all City's way. Well, City had most of the possession, but United were quite compact. I think they set up very well. Mm. Um, fair play to Ten Hag setting up that way. And I suppose maximising their chances of getting a result. Um, mm. And then Grealish puts City ahead. And then you have the Rashford. I think the big talking point was the Rashford goal. Bruno goal. Well... The Rashford, what would you call it? Offside. Con- conspiracy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, um, it was left by Rashford for Bruno Fernandes, but Rashford was doing stepovers over the ball. And it's sort of like, should that have been disallowed? I think it should have been, personally. I think absolutely. very interfery. No, absolutely. Um, I seen a picture on Twitter and it was like, if Rashford wasn't there, and it was just like a kanji running towards, like he just would have gotten the ball. And yeah. the, the, the thought is Walker would have as well, so... Yeah, look, it probably should have been offside, but it's it's like Arsenal to an extent as well. When when a team's on form, they just get decisions going their way. Like Man City have been great, you know, they've been doing really well under Ten Hag. So Garnacho comes on, who's a little, I don't know how to describe him. He, a terrier. Yeah, he's very good. He's <laughs> yeah. very very good. Comes on, um, creates the second goal, and I think that was Rashford that scored that one, wasn't it? And yeah, you know, he went two one. And I, just, I, do you know what? I thought they played the perfect game. I think the first half they limited City to very little. I think that's how you beat Man City is is not allowing them to create chances. I think Haaland up front was very poor. He just, I don't know. It's, since the World Cup, he hasn't been what he was uh, before it. I think players like Foden since he's come back from the World Cup has been poor. Cancelo has been poor. And then on the contrary, you look at United, and I think Casemiro has been absolutely different class. He's been unbelievable for them. Fred as well. Fred was good on the day, but I really have to say about I, I can't praise Casemiro enough because I think if, if this United form keeps up and like the problem we're having now is they're potentially in a title race. Um and if, if they were to get so far in the league and finish up high, 
I think Casemiro could very well be in a chance of winning a player of the year because I've been re- really so impressed with him. Yeah, he has been yeah. very good. He's changed. He's, he's revolutionised the Man United midfield and the midfield. At the end of the day, midfield is where the games are won. And um, a team struggling in midfield, I suppose, it moves swiftly on to the sad day that was for Liverpool. Mm. Brighton three, Liverpool nil. Grim, so grim, like really fucking grim. <laughs> um, as grim as it's been under Klopp. I have to say it was the worst performance I've seen from a Liverpool team as Jurgen Klopp as manager like there's still players there who were part of a team that were two games away from the quadruple so this downfall is, is really amazing like it's, it's it's incredible me and Dave were chatting on Saturday morning about the Liverpool game and both of us were quite confident Liverpool losing just by proxy of Brighton being a well set up team a team that can hurt you on the counter and a team that will press the life out of you as well and it's it was the same thing with Brentford where Brentford were just well set up. They were just they they were set up to beat us like mm-hmm. and you look at the games beforehand, because Liverpool had won four in a row up till they played Brentford. It was Leicester, Villa, Southampton and Spurs. I know Southampton are going through a bit of a, a patch poor patch now where they're doing very well. But those four teams of that time were all poorly set up. Mm-hmm. Like you look at Liverpool losing games to Forest and Leeds and they still beat Spurs. You know what I mean? I think that shows the level that Spurs are at the minute. It's just, it's just shocking. It, it really is. And like we're talking about Casemiro revolutionising the United midfield. Like I think you, you ask any United fan over the last five, ten years, and they're saying we need someone to replace Michael Carrick. We need a defensive midfielder. It's not rocket science. And I think now it's the same thing for Liverpool. Everyone knows the the, the midfield is the problem. <clears throat> especially when Klopp wants to play a certain way which is everyone presses Klopp makes four changes at one point brings on Gomez Doak um, I think Harvey Elliott mm. and the likes of Matup Henderson Fabinho all go off Naby Keita was the other sub sorry Oxide Chamberlain they all go off and that was at 2-0 and there was a bit of a bright spark for Liverpool for about 5-10 minutes where you're like look if they get a goal here and they might nick something from this game they wouldn't have deserved it in their mind they absolutely would not have deserved anything from a put um, they could have didn't in the end and yeah the midfield's the issue that's essentially it but I, I think this, this team and unfortunately for Jorgen as well I think they've lost a lot of belief and a lot of confidence in themselves because this team's a shadow of the team that, that nearly won a quadruple you know and obviously that big game is on Saturday we'll, we'll be previewing it um, I'm going to it are you going to it? yeah I'll, I'll be in the Chelsea way in for it. No way. Yeah, Woody, Woody uh, source tickets for us. So we'll have an OnlyFans vlog of a Liverpool fan in the Chelsea way in. No way. I would love to go to that game. There's something that might cheer you up, Adam. Southampton 2, Ever- <laughs> Everton 1. <laughs> oh, God. Look, I, I, I was talking to... I was, I was there on Saturday night and I was talking to Dill. And I said to Dill, I was like, look it. However bad it gets to Liverpool, and I mean that whatever happens to Liverpool, at least we're not Everton. You know what I mean? And that, that does give you some solace. Um, Everton fans the night before the game letting off fireworks outside the Southampton Hotel. And, and everyone, even Everton fans commented on the post going, lads, come on. Southampton at home at 3 o'clock on a Saturday with his cop on. Um, they got one little up in the game, I'm fairly certain as well. And then Ward Prowse just, just does what. James Ward-Prowse does and, and makes it 2-1 and Southampton win the game and it's hardly surprising like everything are, are poor like you know what I mean everything aren't great 
I don't think Southampton are that great either. So it's it's like it's a battle of who's sure. You know what I mean? Rather than who's better. But um, you'd hate to be an Everton fan at the minute, wouldn't you? What do you think of the scenes at the end with the fans going up to me? Ah, shocking. And Anthony Gordon and stuff. Ah, it's, it's terrible. It's shocking. Yeah. Like I, I think I think as a football fan in general, like we're very self entitled. You know what I mean? We're very we're very kind of oh he shit he get out of our club. Mm. When in actual fact, it's like, yeah, he might be up to standard, but like, you don't know what he's going through or, or she's going through. They could be having a, a bad time personally, like, and as a footballer, and I think we chatted about this yesterday briefly. Like, they're not humans to a lot of people. They're robots. They're overpaid robots to a lot of people who don't have any emotion, who, when they show it, they're slated, and if they don't show it, they're, they're told, well, he should show it. So it's it's a very hard world to be in for a footballer. And look, it's not great for everything at the minute. It's not. But they're still a very wealthy club, you know what I mean? They still have a very expensive team. Like it, it look, it is on the players to kind of turn this around because I don't think, I don't think Lampard would be the one to take them out of the trouble they're in. But at the end of the day, what use is me going up to Yerry Mina going? Are you gonna fucking stay with us if we get relegated? Like that's that in itself is a defeatist attitude. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like you said, you do have to look forward and everything are going through a rough patch. But I personally, I'm not a fan of. Of especially after a game going up to someone going what the fuck's going on like it's mm. that's the last if you're after losing a game the last thing I want to hear is a supporter coming up to you going what's the story here like so I, I don't know I think it's a, bit, it's a awful situation at everything at the minute mm, yeah and it's hardly it's hardly Yerry Meenan's fault that the, the, the yeah, situation this, is, this is, it, yeah. is what you it is I mean? you know um, like I even think in the video he's driving out and they're all hounding him and then he's gone he gets out of the car and he, he's like Look, lads, I have a kid in the car, like, yeah. and they're all like, "Oh, he has a kid in the car," and it's like, "Yeah, these people have lives, like this." This, I know football means so much to a lot of people, and it means a lot to us personally as well. But at the end of the day, these people that we're watching, they go home and do their thing. You know what I mean? And this to us, then. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know about that. Hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll move swiftly on to the other results on Saturday: two 0 Nottingham Forest against Leicester. In somewhat of a derby, I would say. Is that something, something of a derby? But, um, a derby, yeah. Um, it's Brennan, Brennan Johnson who gets two goals, which is surprising because he has not really impressed the Premier League so far. Steve Cooper up to 13th. Yeah, interesting. Unlucky for some. Um, Wolves won, West Ham nil. West Ham are really going under the radar here and how bad they've been mm. in the last few games since the World Cup. Um, they've now dropped into 18th. Did you see Moisey done an interview with Dory of a CEO no where he that's the thing on YouTube isn't it yeah 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 man I think his name's Steve Williams or something like that I don't know if it's the best thing to be doing when their team's out of form yeah jumping on YouTube talking about the club's problems and talking about his time you know I think it's a bit of conflict of interest to be honest but um, I, I think West Ham be alright to be fair I don't think they'll they'll have any trouble being relegated there's three worse teams than them in the Premier League surely yeah, um, one of them is is probably Bournemouth. Um, mm. Brentford beat be Bournemouth two 0 Tony on the score sheet again on his return. Um, can he be stopped even by betting scandals? Can he be stopped at this I, stage? He's, I he's, was I was very curious as to when he's being banned. Yeah, I I love Ivan Tony. Like we've documented this on the podcast for, but like what what's going on there? <laughs> you know what I mean? I've, I've no clue what's actually happened. Dave, do you know? He'll probably get banned starting next season. That's going to be my guess. Mm. Yeah, I think it happened similarly to um, Joey Barton, didn't it? That yeah. 
Again. I thought it was an awful shame it came out for the World Cup though. Yeah. What are the chances of that like, you know? You think they bring it out after the World Cup when mm. he's gone. Um but yeah, into Sunday's games, Adam. and um, one nil to Chelsea at two o'clock. I mean it's it, it wasn't really it wasn't really a great performance I would say, but it was an improvement on the uh, absolute shit that has been. Um What is that now? One win in twelve or something like that. One win in ten. Or one or two wins in ten, I think. But um, yeah, it was Kai Havertz who got the goal. Ziyech with a left foot across, who played very well, I thought. And Ziyech is someone who I really wanted to start more in the Chelsea shirt. I think he he gets an awful time. You know what it is? He gets he gets a one game every ten games, and then when he plays badly in that one game, people are like, oh, Ziyech is shit, Ziyech is shit. Give him a run of games like he has been getting lately. I think he'd be a much different player, and he's shown the World Cup as well. He's shown his, his quality now in the last few games, and this was a game where, he, in my opinion, put in a man of the match performance. Um, and in terms of he was good in the game, I thought Conor Gallagher was much improved as well, and um, he was making a lot of forward runs against his former side as well. Yeah, I mean he always shows up against Palace, but if it's a, a measure of how good he was, he was good in this game. Um, and Carney Chupemaker as well um, making his Premier League start his first Premier League start so fair play to him I thought the new lad at centre half Benoit Badashile yeah very very good from what I was saying he was very good composed at the back and maybe something we've been missing I think Koulibaly has had an awful start um, to his Chelsea career Mm. Um, he's not looking the player he once was although was he really ever that great or was he very hyped I don't know I think those summer signings are really Look, not looking great at the moment. Mm. Um, I don't think did one of them start on, on Sunday. Carney obviously he only cost ten million. I'm talking mm. about the likes of Raheem and oh, I know these people personally. Sorry, Raheem Sterling <laughs> and <laughs> uh, Raya, who's on the bench and he's sixty million sitting mm. on the bench. You know, it's not a good look. It's not. I, th- I don't. Th- I think Cucurella and Potter had a rift at Brighton, didn't they? Mm. That's how he got out of Brighton. Oh, it's a bit of a tough one there because Cucurella is a good player. But um, I get the feeling, especially if he's throwing Hall in the way he's been throwing him in, I get the feeling he doesn't trust Cucurella. Yeah, I get the same opinion. And you had Newcastle 1, Fulham 0. Mm. The one that got our TikTok yeah. band. <laughs> <laughs> Mitrovic's penalty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's why I, t- I ended the OnlyFans TikTok. For anyone who doesn't know, and I suppose for anyone who, who cares maybe, um, the TikTok's been taken down. The, yeah. Our TikTok account has been banned at 35,000 likes, I believe. You're fired. Um, and a lot of original content on that as well, which is kind of a bit heartbreaking. Adam, a lot of hours. Yeah. Between me and you, putting yeah, yeah, the yeah. hours into those TikToks. Yeah. And it's a copyrighted video that does us in. Uh, Mitrovic's missed penalty. Well, penalty that he scored. And we were chatting about this going, yeah, we might do more TikToks like this just to garner like, a bit more interest. <laughs> and... Woke up and the accountant was banned. I was like, oh, great. Shout out to Mitro for, for ruining our lives. Um, but again, it's not that dramatic. No, 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 we don't care that. Well, we do, but we don't. Newcastle going to win the game 1 0. Alexander Isaac with the goal. A nice poacher's finish. Really good take by him. And uh, Newcastle looking really well. Um, I, I would I would say if, if you're putting Man United into this title race, that Newcastle are in it as well. Yeah. That, that'd be my opinion. Spurs nil, Arsenal two. I was in the back page watching this one, Adam, um, with <laughs> local resident Spurs fan Tom Regan, um, and Tom Crean. 
he was shouting he was shouting at the telly he, he, he hates how Spurs show up in games like this mm. and I don't blame him a spineless performance from Spurs absolutely spineless yeah, yeah. Um, and a spineless performance from Hugo Lloris in my opinion I can't believe how he's I, I, I can't believe that first goal man it's, it's shocking like it's really shocking I think he's been caught it a week a few times in this pod like God of the week um, <laughs> spoiler alert <laughs> <laughs> um, oh yeah really poor really really poor Oh, horrendous! Um, I I don't even know how he did it with his hands to like push them backwards. Like, yeah, and it was so strange. It was such an. It was, it was like match fixing or something. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't mean to point out the match fixing, but oh, fucking God. hell! How did that go in? I don't know. Mm. Um, Saka gets the assist. I suppose <laughs> one nil to Arsenal, and then the second goal was it was it Oligard, mm. and Lloris does badly again. He doesn't cover his his post at all. He's in. He's standing in no man's landing. I, I think it's a yard outside him or something. He, he, he yeah. ends up scoring. So it's 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 truly like if that was Allison, and I know Allison made a big mistake against Wolves where he just passed it to the <laughs> to the Wolves striker. In fairness to him, he wouldn't. I, I'd be very surprised if he ever done something like that because that's just. It's like he's afraid to to take a hit of the ball. It's like you're, you're a goalkeeper, mate. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's your job. Don't want to be like Roy Keane. Like it's your job. <laughs> it is your job. You have to save the ball from going in. Um, great win from Arsenal. I think that was a real test for them. Um, what's it now? Eleven points clear to start or something like that. It's something crazy, and we're talking about Arsenal not having a chance at the start of the season, and it slowly, slowly becomes the point where City don't. Sorry, really eight points clear. City really need to win those two <clears throat> games and yeah what do you think of Ramsdale getting kicked there at the end a bit strange yeah it? I mean f- like fuck your man who's done it I have to say that it's stupid carry on like. it's ridiculous like yeah like what why <laughs> this, this, is what I, this is what I mean by my little monologue about everything like why do you care that much to kick somebody like you know what I mean there's footballers I, I dislike and I'm sure you're the same but I, I've never had the thought in my head of going I'd love to kick him so I'd love to know what your man was thinking he'd achieve by doing it. Um, do you remember a couple of seasons ago? I think well, well, it was sports. It was when the new stadium opened up, and I think Eric Dyer got slated and he chased after someone into the crowd. Do you remember that? Mm. Like he's lucky that didn't happen. And I w- Eric Dyer seems like a lovely fella. I I wouldn't say he like I don't know. I wouldn't say he'd be too aggressive. But Granit Xhaka was running after him, man, and Granit Xhaka wouldn't. Him, like, oh, you know I, mean, I, mean? I thought it was a good piece of management from yeah, Arteta was great. Yeah, to, pu- was really to run after him and pull him away, you know, that's yeah. good leadership. Shush, shush, Dave, shush. Um, it was it was good uh, management from Arteta, but yeah, shit manager. I really don't want him to win the league. The standard that Man City and Liverpool set over the years was unbelievable. Like there was two league titles that Liverpool didn't win on ninety. Eight points and ninety four points, I think. That's two times they didn't win the league, and I think Arsenal win the league on something like eighty points. I, I, like I think Arsenal will drop drop points, and if they do, they won't they won't get to that. Is the point I'm making? Yeah, we'll see and though. I mean, what is it? Seventeen wins or something like that's that's very very good. So you can't have to give credit to that. Um, no, look at they've been great. Credit credit to them. They have been very good. They've passed a lot of tests recently as well, where you can like. They might drop points there. And look, they've been great. I'm not slating them. They, they have been very good. But like you look at the next three games, United at home, City away in the cup, and then everything away. Everything away. Like If everything get that new manager bounce, 
Like Goodison's a tough place to go to like it can be I think especially with Everton fans looking for heads I think it's going to be a hard game mm. um, but yeah that, that was the week that was in the Premier League Adam thank God we're through that <laughs> we got through it quite quick I thought mm. um, but I suppose goal of the week goal of the week Christ on a bike going to give my goal of the week Kieran to Alexander Isaac of Newcastle I love goals like that a little poacher's goal Reminds me of Origi when he was at Liverpool, just always being in the right spot at the right time. And it's a big goal for Newcastle because I do think they can sustain title push now as well. Yeah. yeah. I think Callum Wilson did well too. Yeah, he back did. As well. yeah. Um, I'm going to give mine to James Ward Prowse. Right. Free kick. <laughs> did, you see, did you see Pickford when the free kick was given away? He was going mad. I think it was Andy Gordon who, who gave the fell away. He was kicking the post and going mad at Gordon for giving the free away because he knew what was to come, I suppose. God of the week, Kieran. God of the week. I think you can look no further this week than Marcus Rashford. Mm. Um, I thought his involvement, he'd, uh, albeit offside, the first goal. He was clever to leave for, for Bruno, I suppose, so I give it that to him. And I thought coming up with the winner as well, seven goals in seven games. I think he's really in a uh, good vein of form, so mm-hmm. I think he's worthy of God of the week this week. Uh, I'm going to give my God of the week to... Uh, Martin Odegaard I thought Odegaard was really good yesterday um, I think Casemiro would have been in with a show for as well but I think look if, if the, this form continues for Odegaard and Arsenal much the same as if, as if it continues for Man United and Casemiro um, I think Odegaard will be up there for player of the season come May yeah he's been very good very good I'm very impressed as well mm. I think he's gone up a level I yeah. think that's the biggest thing is I thought he was playing at a certain level for a long time and maybe it just took for the players around him to become that bit better but he's been really good I think he's been the key that's unlocked a lot of defences this season for Arsenal and uh, mm. yeah he's my god of the week this week Carol. and I suppose we have the return of this fellow Ronaldo is a cod and our cut of the week this week is Black Card of the Week. <laughs> Hugo Lloris Kieran, just for being mediocre, I suppose. It's it's not, it's 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 for being horrendous at him. Yeah. It's it's on inexcusable what he did in my opinion. In that, that, I think it is. In that magnitude of the game. Yeah. Yeah. And would he do it for France? I don't know. Potentially not, no. Maybe he loves Lacroix too much. <laughs> and yeah, Hugo Lloris is our cut of the week. <laughs> Seconds. I'm gonna queue up Daft Punk here as well. Am I recording it for TikTok? Or is TikTok dead? <laughs> I think TikTok's brown bread now. Well, yes, Kieran, on your marks, get set. We start in Spain or Saudi Arabia. I don't know which one. <laughs> uh, Gavi and Pedri score in a 3 1 win for Barcelona in the Spanish Super Cup final versus Real Madrid. The Classico, as they call it. Italy now. Atlanta beat Sanorita. 8-2 Adamala Luckman on the score sheet twice his ninth goal of the season um, it was in this game um, league on shock result oh. as Messi's boys PSG lose 1-0 to Rennes the race for the title heats up 
Lons on 44, PSG on 47. In the Netherlands, the Eredivisie, Groningen nil, Feyenoord 3. To go top Feyenoord as eager Gilherme Barbosa de Paxao is on the score sheet. Witnesses as well. Um, Portugal, Benfica 2, Sporting Lisbon 2, Concalgo Ramos, sorry, Concalo Ramos scores twice. Enzo also starts. And in Germany, they're still not back yet, Adam. Not yet. Where are they? They're just not playing, <laughs> On a winter break. And that was around the world in 60 seconds this week, folks. It is Chelsea versus Liverpool mm-hmm. in the Premier League this Saturday, half 12 kickoff. At Anfield. At Anfield. Mm. I'm not looking forward to this and I presume you're the same uh, do you know what there's, there's a weird kind of anxiety with it because like Liverpool will concede goals on Saturday but I don't think Chelsea are defensively sound anymore either so I can see us scoring goals so I, I'm quite I'm quietly looking forward to it um, in a, a really strange way but um, the battle of the mid-table clubs <laughs> okay, it's, it's bad to take these teams for contesting Cup finals last season, Kieran, it really is. But um, And the games last season actually as well were top notch, weren't they? They were great games. Top of the drawer. And I don't know what happened, Adam. I really top don't. Top of the drawer. Top drawer, excuse me. Um, yeah, the games last season, of course. 1 1 in Anfield. There was, it was, do you remember? I think it was Reese James got sent off on the line, didn't he? For yeah. Saving the ball. It was a handball. It uh, absolutely was a handball. Um, Chelsea 2, Liverpool 2 at Stamford Bridge. What a game that was. That was on the 2nd of January. It was Salah and Mane's last game before going off to the AFCON. And I think it was a Mateo Kovacic goal of the season contender that got Chelsea back into it. And then Pulisic made it to all the league. It was actually a crack game <clears> of <throat> football. It makes me miss Tuchel so much. Anyway, mm. And then of course the League Cup final in February which, in which Liverpool won 11-10 on penalties. It's still hard to believe Quivine Kelleher with the winner that day Kepa of course threw one over the crossbar to give Liverpool sure. the League Cup title and then the last game of the season was Liverpool 6 <laughs> Chelsea 5 on penalties nil all in the FA Cup final another Cup victory for Liverpool over Chelsea first of all the games last season between the two sides were of unbelievable standard and I think it's fair to say this season the standard for both has dropped Carroll yeah and obviously the you had two shows and the instability of the owners, etc., etc., and this season, and um, we had Potter coming in, but yeah, then you obviously had Potter coming in, in September, mm. and since then it's been up and down, up and down. Obviously, you had a good start. You had him winning back-to-back games, home and away against Milan, and then since then, and I'd say since just a few games before the World Cup, you had a lot of losses. I think it's only two wins and ten. It's all going to show you essentially mm. for both clubs. Um, you can tell a bit more about Liverpool yeah well, <laughs> to be honest with you Liverpool's form since the turn of the year just has been great um, before that as well it wasn't necessarily great I think the Champions League group stage was, was a good group for Liverpool in the end turned out to be alright with wins over Ajax and Rangers and then Napoli as well strangely enough they've picked up wins this season over Man City and Newcastle which is it's good for them because these teams haven't been, been beaten too often but the midfield issue for, for Liverpool this season has been there for all to see and they have struggled massively um, with that. Four games, four wins in a row I think in the league before their trip to Brentford and then obviously the trip to Brighton as well wasn't great. Liverpool play tomorrow evening Kieran, against Wolves in an FA Cup replay. So it, look it remains to be seen what 
um, what kind of Liverpool show up, you know, they are without a lot of players, much like Chelsea are at the minute. Um, Firmino, Jota, Diaz, Nunes, all out injured. Mm. Um, Van Dijk at the back's out injured, but I don't think he's been at his very best this season either. So yeah, it remains to be seen what team lines out on Saturday, essentially, for Liverpool, and it remains to be seen how they get on the cup replay against Wolves tomorrow evening, but I suppose a big talking point here on for the game and for the league itself this weekend was the purchase of Mikhailu Mudrik, um, hundred million to Chelsea from Shakhtar Donetsk. Um, I suppose what do you know about him and what do you think he can add to the Chelsea front line? Well, I know he's a good player. I don't. I don't know if he's worth a hundred million. Um, mm. I think it was definitely a case of a lot of fans weren't expecting Mudrik to sign mm. at all. Um, we're expecting midfielders. You know, mm. I think midfield is a position that just needs threatening. Mm. You know, we talked about it earlier in the podcast. We talked about Casemiro being revolutionary for United. I just don't think this midfield is cut in the last mm. few seasons for Chelsea, and it's definitely a weak point. Um, mm. So I was expecting us to bring in a midfielder, and maybe it could still happen. But Mudrick is a very good player. Mm. Don't get me wrong; he's good. He's good addition to the squad. He's young. Mm. He suits in that bracket. If if Potter's going for youth. If he's trying to build a project around youth players, then he suits in perfectly into that bracket. Mm. Um, and if you're trying to move away from the likes of Sterling and Aubameyang, eventually I think he'll be someone that takes up the mantle. Um, but to be honest with you, Adam, I, I don't really know much about him. Mm. I don't watch Ukrainian football every <laughs> every week. But I, I would be I'd be worried in the sense from Chelsea's point of view that he looked like he had his heart set on Arsenal. I think he was he was kind of putting things up on Instagram and Twitter about Arsenal and I think he said something about Arteta being a great coach and Deserbi being a great coach or something when Arsenal's playing Brighton. Something like that. I could be getting it wrong. So I, I, I don't know how committed he's actually gonna be to Chelsea. That'd be my only issue from a Chelsea point of view, but he will be a good addition and I do you know what I probably would put money on him to score the weekend because it's that new sign bounce, isn't it? You, you do get that often. On, Chelsea. <laughs> you do get that often, and I can't see him having a good game on, on Saturday, Kieran. But I suppose we'll move on to our predictions for the game, Kieran. Uh, I'm genuinely, I'll predict first, I'm genuinely going to go with Liverpool 4, Chelsea 4. Um, I think it's going to be an extraordinary game of football. And um, I think that's down more to the lack of kind of. The lack of standard, I suppose, about clubs at the minute. They haven't been great, so I do expect a few goals to go in. Either 4-all or nil all will be my prediction, but I'm going to earn the side of positivity and hope for a few goals at Anfield on Saturday, and I'm going to go Liverpool 4, Chelsea 4. That would be an unbelievable game if that came true. Mm. But something tells me it's not going to come true. I, I'm going to go more negative here, and I'm probably going to go with... I'll go for a draw as well. I'll probably go nil all mm. or one all. I'll say one all. Yeah. Just to be a bit more peasant or optimistic, yeah. yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, definitely Mugrick is a show for a goal. But I don't think he'll start on. I don't think he will start on Saturday. If I was to guess, mm. I think Ziyech will probably start and he'll come off the bench. Yeah. But yeah, I. It's gonna be a good game. I'm excited. Mm. So I'm just gonna shout out these real quick. Woodley said Mugrick special instead of Felix, obviously because Felix is suspended. 2-1 to the Chelsea boys. Dave says, 6 all classic incoming. Something tells me that won't happen. <laughs> Connor Flynn says, Liverpool 2-1. A very optimistic Liverpool fan there. Jerry says, misery for everyone involved. A big L laugh from myself. And do you know what? I'm happy for Jerry for a change. 
because he's been depressed looking at you now for years so yeah. I'm, I'm glad he's enjoying the, the, the few minutes of fame Gary says uh, one all which yeah probably a show Rory says misery and then Nate Smith says one nil to Liverpool so yeah that is everyone's predictions <laughs> we'll move on now Kieran to get it out shout out to Alberto Moreno of course as usual Jerry says nothing blue about this Monday it's a red Monday of course Man United won the weekend so yeah good win oh you want it yeah dopamine I don't I don't hear you guys I don't hear about you guys because it's blue Monday I decided to treat Kieran to a donut this week from Krispy Kreme because we're about feeling a bit blue if we're being honest Shout out to Action Bronson who has a song called Blue as well. It's a good show. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna do a live react to these Krispy Kreme as part of getting out this week. Um, I'm gonna go for a salted caramel donut. Dave, would you like a donut? Uh, go on, yeah. Which one do you want, Carol? Take whichever one you want. I'm gonna go for this one. Go on, go on. You've just taken Dave's one, but hell never. Um, <laughs> you said take whatever one you want. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't think you'd take Dave's one. Dave's gonna go. I think that's like a lemon sherbet. Shout out to Krispy Kreme. They're not going to sponsor us, of course. But Why? They just won't. But uh, yeah, cheers, boys. Happy Blue Monday. Mm. Bit of ASMR and the mic here. I think that's more toffee than salt caramel, to be honest. Lemony. Very tart. Mm. I don't know if I can taste this properly or I have COVID, so... I don't know. I'm actually not sick. Before you get panicky, I'm not sick. I don't, what yours, Carol? I don't know. It's more like a new tallow sort of taste. Okay. But I don't know. I don't really know. Sounded <laughs> <coughs> donut, really. Shout out to Jerry, who's made us eat these donuts live on the podcast because we don't want it to be a red Monday. Mm. Um, we're going to continue eating these as we answer people's questions. Um, <clears throat> Shout out to Ben Casey who um, chimes in with was Better Call Saul robbed his best TV show first of all shout out to Ben Casey's sister as usual Carol. yeah um, getting on to Ben Casey's question was Better Call Saul robbed his best TV show Carol? I think it was I think so um, House of the Dragon won it in the end I think Bullshit. I don't think that was that good I, I'd give it to Better Call Saul 100% the thing what I like about Better Call Saul in comparison to in comparison to um, holy shit there's a fire out there <laughs> where? it's a car on the road yeah is there a side of the no I'd like a bun uh, hold on we'll be right back yeah we'll be paused right we're back after a brief intermission <laughs> um, swap chairs as well <laughs> I know yeah. is, is this going to be bad for the listener like I don't think so uh, I think they they enjoy I'm not going to lie I don't care for the listener welfare right now <laughs> I'm quite tired and blue over one day but getting back to the question from Ben Casey about Barry Carlson uh, was it robbed of uh, Critics Choice Awards and or Golden Globe I would uh, I would say yeah well it was yeah I think I think we, we went through that one already before the bin caught the mm. fire well I think it was mid flow and I can't remember what I was saying so I'm not going to like rehash it but but shout out to Chuck as well uh, Ben will know that reference mm. something else sets on fire for Chuck but David Dunwoodley says the Chelsea away end best in England um, absolutely not <laughs> absolutely definitely not I didn't agree with Woody um, of course you would Kane Mulvey who um, is the great redeemer of all predictions says will Liverpool and Chelsea still finish in the top four as you both predicted at the start of the season thanks Kane 
Um, I, I, I still believe Liverpool will. Like, I'm losing, I'm losing all hope, but I still have a small shred of belief that we'll finish top four. I think we will as well. I think United are going to finish outside the top four. Um, Keane also says. Um, also, is that photo of Maradona and Colin Farrell real? What the fuck it is? Um, and if you listened to um, the Tree Lefty podcast, Kieran, it's a nice little um, full circle moment. We were asked the question, who would we bring on a night out if we had to do choose three people? And I said, Eamon Dunphy, Colin Farrell and Diego Maradona. So when these pictures surfaced online during the week, I was one happy man. Too, too, I'd argue too happy of a man to see a picture of two celebrities. I would say you made them. <laughs> Gary Vav also says, will Klopp walk away? There was, of course, rumours over the weekend that Jurgen Klopp was, was going to walk. Um, there was the pictures that came out after the game on Saturday of him pleading with the Liverpool fans. You know, I, I, To be honest with you, I'd quicker sack the whole squad than sack Klopp, so I, I really don't want them to go. I think he'd be walking away on Saturday when we beat Liverpool 6 0. Um, there's also the rumour um, that's really taken up steam recently um, over the past day or two about Liverpool being bought by a Qatari fund or a Qatari consortium. Um, and I don't know how well that will end in terms of Jurgen Klopp staying alive and so. For the fans. <laughs> yeah, true. I think the problem, Kieran, with a lot of fans is they'd rather sacrifice morals if it means signing so many players. Um, I don't really know how I feel about it, to be honest with you. It's a bit of a tough a tough one. Um, Gary Vav says, 21 is coming home, obviously in reference to Man United win the league. I'm going to give a hard disagree there. Maybe 20 years time, Gary. Um, he also says opinions on the full shilling um, never again would be my opinion the full shilling mm. Mm. I've never been but I, I heard from Adam it's not good Our City a worse team now with Erling Haaland is another question no. that's a good question I think I think they are mm, I don't know I, I, I think I don't, I don't necessarily think they are I just think their standard has dropped from last season and the season four. And I, I think that's down to the volume of games they played. A lot like Liverpool, the volume of games they played last season, the short turnaround the pre-season, the quick start to the season, and then the World Cup. Like, I just think it's a lot of football. And like I think the last thing a lot of people think about is player welfare. But I think there's players like Bernardo, who's been great, Foden, who's been great. They're absolutely wilting at the minute. And you can see it in them that they're, they're not pressed as much as they used to. I don't know like if, so. if Klopp can manage a... Uh... Or sorry, my bad. A Pep. I don't know if Pep can manage a tall centre forward. He's never had that at any club. But I would imagine Lewandowski was same height as Erling. Was he playing for Bayern? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. I just I, I don't know if his style of play suits at all. I think that's that's a good point. Yeah. I think ha- I think Lewandowski's distribution as well would be better than Haaland's. But again, Haaland's still so young. Yeah, it's a it's a good one. I don't I don't think they are. I just think the players are bollocks and the player welfare is out the window and, and they're just tired. Like I, I I just think their standards dropped in comparison to someone like Arsenal who didn't play as much games last season and who've had who haven't had as many games to do and stuff like that. David Mullery says, What is the least enticing derby in English football? I was gonna be like I was gonna think of like someone like Fleetwood and Morecambe. But I'm sure there's Fleetwood and Morecambe fans who fucking love it. So I'm going to go instead with 
Wolves and Aston Villa. The West Country Derby or something like that. Yeah. Um, I just think they're too... Yeah, I know Aston Villa are quite large establishment considering they've won two Champions Leagues, but in general I think they're in that derby is quite a small time derby and something that I've no love for. Mm. Yeah, I'd agree. I, I can't really think one off the top of my head that's not enticing. I think all of them are quite good. Ian says, give us the best back line of all time, as in best right back, centre back, left back and goalkeeper. It's a tough one, isn't it, off the top of the head? Goalkeeper, I'm going to go Lev Yashin. Uh-huh. Fella used to wear like a pea cap <coughs> Russian player. Farmers League. Yeah, no, what do you mean? Don't be so derogatory to Lev Yashin. Although we've never seen him play, he's probably one of the most critically acclaimed goalkeepers ever. Cafu, Maldini, Baresi, Roberto Carlos. That's my back five. Neuer, left back, Maldini. Right. Centre back, Nesta. Mm-hmm. Manu Vidic, right back. Philip Lam, fuck it. Um, Ian says, he quotes the great Cher here. Um, but do you believe in life after love, Carol? Do you believe in life after love? Yes or no? Quick. Yeah, but yeah, I don't there know. There we go. There we go. I don't know what it means. Rory says, "Why was Kevin Spacey <laughs> at the Torino game? Was he at the Torino game? Yeah, yeah. I have no idea. I'd actually like to know that, I and I might do research on that. And for next week, I'll, I'll find out why. Okay." But I suppose it is quite a conspicuous question as to why Kevin Spacey was at the Torino game. But I'll have a proper answer for you next week, Rory. I'm going to do my research on that. must be a fan. And last question, thankfully. Um, Who are the three players Liverpool should buy next? I like Moses Caicedo of Brighton. I really like him. I think he'd plug a lot of gaps in the field. Um, yeah, well, come here, I'd love Jude. I really would love Jude. But I don't know how attainable that is. Caicedo, Bellingham, and fuck it, just to wind you up, Ficoyo tomorrow. Just because I know that would really hurt you. I want him. Yeah. Who do you think Liverpool should buy? I, Real quick. Well, I'm not going to name players because I, I just can't think of them off the top of my head. But I, I'd say two midfielders and a centre back. Grand. And let's get it out for this week here on the Blue Monday edition of the podcast. What will we name the podcast this week here on? The Yerry Mina. Something like that, will we? Blue Monday. Blue Monday, because he played, played for everything, you know? <laughs> um, but yes, that is our podcast this week. I would say check us out on TikTok, but you can't. Um, do follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube. Check out the preview this week. Kieran's going to have it up and running during the week because he's a most handsome man. Fair play to you, Kieran. It's not the reason why, though. Versus the most hard working man. True, that is all. True. True enough. But yes, that is the podcast this week, and we'll leave it there, so. Thanks for joining us, everyone. We'll leave it there, so.